Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, welcome to the SWP. It's another episode. It's our Friday episode with tales of sports and whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Steve and Jimmy back again schmoozing it up. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. (laughs) Sends with a three-game win streak coming to an end. The latest at the Masters. Will Smith banned for 10 years and a whole lot more. James, what's going on, man? All Masters all the time? All masters all the time, Stevie. Uh, although I saw another email because uh, this is a friend of mine. I, I get it every four days from the same guy mm-hmm. going, thanks a lot for singing the Forest Rangers tune. <laughs> <laughs> well, unbeknownst to you, I've also, yeah, unbeknownst to you, James, I think for about, I don't know, 10 episodes in a row, I use that as the extra music to the show. So oh, I think I've, I've okay. really ingrained it in people's heads. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm saying to myself, come on, dude. That was a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Stevie Boy, uh, how are you? Huh? I'm very good. good. Very busy day. Didn't see much Masters, so I'm keen to pick your brain on what's going on in round two. I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, text me to say, Jim, you've got work to do. Because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, What's the story today on the Masters? Uh, conditions. Conditions. Windy is... Windy as all get out. The morning guys had a better, better uh, uh, weather. Had better yeah. weather, and that's the way it's shaping up. Uh, looks like it's going to be leaders are about minus three. Uh, my boy Dusty hung in there, uh, hardly hit a fairway, but made about mm, I don't know nine hundred and ten thousand putts. Nice uh, shot. I think he shot one over. Um, just hitting it terrible, but. Got up and down like a madman. That's my my fave. And that's usually uh, the reverse of what you expect from Dustin Johnson, right? Yeah. He just, he never hit a driver, Steve. Wow. He hit, or he hit like two of them. He apparently had a bad warm-up session and was shaking his head and throwing, dri- try, try, you know, sometimes they'll go to the warm-up with four or five different drivers, um, you know, on, on game day even. Uh, anyway, uh, he hung in there at minus two. Uh, but the weather, the wind... Uh, is playing is playing a bunch of havoc w- with guys. So, Tigers hanging in there, hanging in there. He's about plus three. The cut's probably going to be plus four or five, something like. It's getting worse as the day goes on. So, uh, yeah, I'm you starting were to wonder if any, I'm starting to wonder if anybody is going to finish uh, below par at this stage because it's uh, it's it's only going to get tougher from here where the pressure amps up and you're looking over your shoulder. So the mental game will be all the tougher on Saturday and Sunday and. With, uh, you know, I'm looking at Corey Connors. He's just, from the time we started, well, I started prepping for the show to now, um, he's dropped two strokes. He's down to minus one. So it's he's right uh, in there, baby. No, he's oh, right yeah. in there. He's still in there for sure. Shots 
Yeah. What uh, it's 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 one of the unfortunate things that they really can't do anything about in golf. So um, you had a huge advantage. Okay, what they do on the first two rounds of a golf tournament is if you tee off early uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got the eight o'clock a.m. tee time. You're going to have the late time on Friday. Okay, so they they flip flop it. You tee off late on Thursday. You're going to have early on Friday. Um, so if you had the morning tee time yesterday. You got the huge advantage over the guys who had it in the afternoon. Uh, or excuse me, vice versa. The afternoon tea times had way better weather. Uh, and then and then the flip, the morning weather today was better. So right. uh, a, bu- a bunch of guys are like, this this is, you know, it, it's kind of unfair, but there's nothing you can do about it, right? Because you can't, you can't uh, have everyone, you know, teeing off at the same time, of course. So uh, big advantage, big advantage, but uh, it'll, it'll be good. It's a totally different golf course, totally different golf course um, with, with how long it is. Right. And that they've added these, you know, different tee boxes. But uh, Corey Connors, man, is, Corey Connors is becoming a story again. Um, Mac Hughes is right in there. I think he's about plus two. Mike Weir got to plus five or six. He, he'd have to make a couple of birdies coming in. But um yeah, the leaders, that Cameron Smith guy's looking solid. He had an unbelievable round yesterday. He's looking pretty solid. Joaquin Neiman, who's playing with Tiger, is is solitino. Scotty Scheffler, uh, other names that are no good. Uh, Spieth's probably going to miss the cut. He was terrible putting. Uh, my wife Rory was yelling. Look- my wife was yelling about how Jordan Spieth was dressed yesterday. He said he looks like a five year old boy out there. I don't know. Looked like a rugby shirt with short sleeves oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not good. Yeah. She was not pleased about that. Yeah. Well, right now your leaders are, uh, your clubhouse leaders are Schwartzel and M there at three under. Then you have Varner and Johnson also in the clubhouse. They are one stroke off the pace. But on the course right now is Scotty Scheffler, who's been, well, he's been piping hot leading into the Masters. And right now he's your leader at four under, but he's just about to make the turn at nine and uh, lots of golf left uh, for everybody, yeah. really. So it's not, uh, you know, as we record this, it's Friday, April 8th. So there's lots of golf still to come. But what there's not is many guys under par right now. It's uh, it's playing tough and uh, conditions playing into things, as you mentioned. I wanted to mention, we didn't get to it yesterday, and it comes up every year at the Masters, the price tag of everything, how cheap everything is on the course for the patrons. Mm-hmm. Those who went to a Senator game at the CTC last night as the Sens fell 3-2 to Nashville, they might have noticed that if they got three beers, you know, draft beers, three beers, good-sized ones, uh, sure. They'd be they'd be uh, walking away with a uh, receipt that says forty nine dollars before tip, so it's a little different at the what? Masters where things are a good deal more reasonable. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I went uh, in 08. I went the year Trevor Immelman won. Immelman won. Trevor Immelman. Easy for you to say. Easy for you to say. Oh, that's the most ridiculous word I've ever heard. Uh, and I sauntered over. Those were my blurry days, days Stevie. So I. Uh, God, I'm having trouble making. Are you having a blurry day today? (laughs) (laughs) Those are my those are my blurry D's. What? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, yes. Pimento sandwiches are the are the big traditional sandwich. Everything's tradition, right, Stevie? Around there, everything everything's tradition. But beer and a sandwich, I I was like six bucks, something like that. Yeah, I got Uh, the I got some of the uh, I got a few. I still managed Steve to have forty nine dollars worth of beer. Uh, but uh, same as the Sens game, except I had 14 of them. That's right. 
So, uh, yeah, pimento cheese sandwich or an egg salad sandwich, each a buck fifty. You get barbecue for three dollars. A Masters Club sandwich, three dollars. Yep. Uh, yep. What else? We got soft drinks are just two bucks. Your import beers are five dollars. Even the domestic beers, uh, they're both five dollars. And a bag of chips is a buck fifty. So reasonable right across the board. When you actually, if there's one place on earth you could be gouging people, it would be yep. at the Masters. So. That's uh, always yeah, a storyline because it's always appreciated. You can even get breakfast. Look at this. Breakfast, you can get a breakfast sandwich for three bucks, you know, a, a muff, a blueberry muffin for a buck fifty. Like these are 1990 yeah. prices. It's insane. Yeah. 1970 prices. Yeah. Uh, you know, right around this time, of course, in the Masters, I, I I drift into your local golf shops, you know, golf town, uh, sure. sport check, stuff like that. And I I start to poke around because I'm very trendy, Steve, right? Yes, I keep you up are. with all the trends. And, uh, you know, I was looking the other day. I pulled my car. I was like, go in there and see what's going on. Uh, so you could buy a golf shirt because I, I roll I roll very fashionably, Steve. That's the way I roll. Oh, I know. You're trendy. You're fashionable. You know, you, know the, you know the different shirt I have on every day when we do this podcast. Right? <laughs> it's just endless. That, that uh, may be three in a row on that red plaid job you got going right now. For sure it is. Yeah, three days. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it would be nothing to spend 200 bucks to get a, a golf shirt. You know, a Greg Norman golf shirt or a Bobby Jones or, or, or whatever else, a couple of German designers, a pair of shorts, Adidas shorts and stuff like that. It would probably cost you a couple hundred. Okay. Right? hundred for the shirt, hundred for the shorts. The merch tent, Steve, at Augusta uh, is about that. A, a shirt costs you about 58 bucks. A hat is something like 12. An umbrella, I don't know, 20 bucks, maybe 15, 20 bucks. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it when I was there. But uh, sort of cool that they still do this, right? So sort of cool. They they absolutely put shove their nose up in the air about anyone who comes along. This just in thinking they have a really smart idea for Augusta when they come by and go, hey, you know what, you guys, you could charge more money for that stuff, right? And the and the board says, yeah, we know that, <laughs> but every year. There's idiots who come and go, they could charge way more than that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah. did they limit the number of hats I could buy, for no, example? No, there's mer- no, no, you can load up, man. You can load up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, your, your 200 is going to get you 10 hats, you know? Well, maybe I'll just uh, go in there and clean them out and head to Amazon with all my crates of hats. Right. The other thing they don't do, Steve, is you can't buy it online. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, gotta, you, you must be there. You, you've, you've got to get someone to buy it for you. Who's there? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's been that way for years. Right. You can't. You can't buy this stuff online. Anyway. All right. Well, let's uh, change gears here. And as I mentioned uh, last time, I was at a Sens game. Like I say, I went to one of those uh, standard uh, uh, bars. Just one of those. You know, they, they basically have uh, two taps. We had to choose. I think between Molson Canadian and Coors Light, and they were good mm-hmm. sized ones. Uh, they might have been twenty ounces. Not sure they they were that much, but it was around that, I'd guess. And three right. beers cost me. $49 before tip. I mean, that just boggles my mind. Right. In any event, that's one of the one of the things that uh, make people kind of scratch their head about Sens games. But sure. uh, Sens are playing well. They played last night, taking on the Nashville Predators. That was a game that meant everything to the Predators. Of course, the Sens are just trying to get their act together and uh, young guys getting better, guys playing for jobs. So they played a pretty good hockey game. But at the end of the day, Nashville found a way to win they're a team that's a wild card team in the West. 
they're clinging on to that. So that was effectively a playoff game for them. So the Sens had a good account of themselves in that game. And there's one moment I wanted to talk about in the game that is relatable for pretty much everybody. You have a situation where, because of all the injuries and illness right now, the Sens, they had to kind of call up two guys on an emergency basis. And it was a bit of a surprise mm-hmm. to see Cole Reinhardt called up because he's not exactly lighting it up in Belleville. So he comes up, gets his first NHL start. He gets the hot lap all by himself to start the game. It's pretty exciting. They got the interview and the intermission. Unfortunately, it didn't end great because he took a penalty in the third period with a game tied at two. And on the ensuing power, power play, I got your uh, your thing going on there with the blurriness. Yeah. <laughs> on the power play, on the power yeah. play, Nashville ends up scoring the winning goal. And immediately the broadcast on TSN cuts to Cole Reinhardt in the penalty box. And he just looks so sad and, and just it's so disappointing because it's his first NHL game and it was su- surprising that he was there. So it goes from joy, this unbelievable joy to, oh my God, I've let everyone down and they're all going to be mad at me. His oh, face yeah. in, the, in the penalty box. And then as he goes back to the Sens bench, I thought it was a freaking beautiful thing. It's a nice thing to talk about on a Friday, a positive like this. Austin mm-hmm. Watson, who's a former Nashville Predator himself, um, and he's had all kinds of, like, he's had addiction problems. Uh, he went through some legal issues in his days in Nashville. He's cleaned everything up now. And mm-hmm. he's sitting beside Cole Reinhardt on the bench. And doesn't the guy absolutely take him under his wing and just tells the kid everything's going to be all right. A physical pat on the back, big smiles and laughing it up with him and telling him it's going to be okay. I thought that was one of the nicest moments of the entire NHL season so far. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. You know, it's it's funny, Steve, how like the littlest gesture can you can can well up a bunch of emotion, right? Like if you, totally. you it was an eleven se- second clip you sent me, and then I you know, the guy just reaches out and pats him on the back. You're like, nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know? Yeah, cool. Some guys would be uh, you know, in a mode of one of two things, I think, after something like that. They'd be okay. Let's not talk to the kid because you know he's got to be feeling bad, and I don't want to make it worse. Or mm-hmm. there'll be the genuinely angry player who said, "Oh, that kid, the new guy let us down, right? Son right. of a bitch." You know, um, Austin Watson basically stepped up, and uh, sure. I thought that was fantastic. I mean, everybody's got the bad days. Everybody goes through the hard times, but not everybody comes to the aid of those people. And so I think that goes totally beyond leadership. And I have nothing but time for Austin Watson for having done that. It's great. Yep. Right on, man. Yep. Uh, so unfortunately though, they lose the game to the predators, uh, three to two. They'll be God back. Damn rookie. Oh, see, oh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. 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 The hell lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh next up for the Sens will be uh live from New York. It's Saturday night. Sens taking on the New York Rangers on Saturday night. And they'll also take on the Winnipeg jets on Sunday. And uh, yeah, so that's their weekend ahead. And tough game for them because, uh, I mean, they just continue to look really good. They have a 2-1 lead, and it just gets away from them. They're so close, so close. There was one point in the game, though, that was fascinating because they cut away to give you an idea of the misery this team's had with injuries and illnesses. Mm -hmm. Basically, they cut away to one of the suites at the game, and this entire row was all first-rounders. It was five guys, all first-rounders. So it was Shabbat, Stutzla, Jake Sanderson, Ridley Gregg, all of them are hurts, and there was also Shane Pinto, not a first rounder technically, but he was the very first guy taken in the second round. So my point is, you got a hell of a power play sitting up there in the suite, and uh, good days ahead for the Ottawa Senators. As in the fall, by the fall, everybody's going to get healthy, 
And I think they're going to be a really good team next year. Right. Good, man. Good. Yeah. We'll take a time out of the program. When we return, we'll talk a little bit about the Blue Jays. It's a great time of year to be a sports fan. The Masters is on. They got the Blue Jays going. Uh, their home opener is set for tonight against the Rangers. And we got the NHL playoffs looming. It's a good time to be a sports fan, like I say. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is celebrating a 40th year of serving Ottawa, and you do not last that long in the automotive business without being elite. Jim K. Ford has always been family-owned and operated, and their amazing team of professionals from sales to service is constantly training and improving to provide you with the best possible customer experience. I've been dealing with them for my family's automotive needs for the last 20 years, so I can assure you they're fantastic. So check out JimKFord.com. Order up your dream vehicle exactly the way you want. It's Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uvale Drive in Orleans. So uh, Michigan lost in the Frozen Four, and it's kind of interesting in that uh, they had three of the top five draft picks overall in the last draft. And so with Michigan How's out. that program? Oh, yeah, geez. not doing too badly. A lot of people yep. thought they would win it all in the NCAA ranks, but they lost in overtime to Denver in the semifinals. So the number one overall selection, Owen Power, has now signed on with the Buffalo Sabres. And fellow Canadian Olympian Kent Johnson inked his three-year entry-level contract with the Blue Jackets. So I'll be interested to see who uh, is the better of the two defensemen. Is it going to be Owen Power? Is he going to be the best guy? Or is he going to be Jake Sanderson of the Ottawa Senators, whose team was knocked out well before the Frozen Four? Um, So it's going to be uh, two really, really good defensemen. The next wave coming in of guys who, uh, you know, five years from now, will probably be dominating on NHL blue lines. Speaking Mm -hmm. of dominating, how about Austin Matthews? He sets the Leafs single-season goal record, and that stood for a very, very long time. On Thursday, Austin Matthews got his 55th and 56th goals, and that uh, surpasses Rick Vive, who had that record for, I think it was 1981. Rick Vive was the last guy to score 50 goals, 55 goals? Yeah, 81-82. That is a very, very long time ago. And Vive said with a laugh, if someone had told me 30 years ago some kid from Arizona was going to break it, I'd say, <laughs> you got to be kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I, didn't he also say, I hope he gets 65? Something like that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah cool. Oh, he's broken. Yeah, cool. He might as well shatter it. You know, he's still going to be second place no matter how many goals Austin Matthews gets. But uh, Vive talked quite a bit about uh, Austin Matthews. He's obviously kept an eye on him as a, a Leaf fan. He played five, played most of his career in Toronto. But he, he goes back to, remember that incident that he had very early in his career? I'm talking about Austin Matthews now. That uh, that whole thing in Arizona when there was this the female security guard and it led to this disorderly conduct complaint against what? Austin Matthews that was eventually dismissed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Vive thinks that that embarrassment kick-started things and that he came out stronger, worked extremely hard to become a better player and a better person, and... Uh, on the suspendables, as you know, James, Russ Cortnell, who said it, he said he's known the kid forever. He mm-hmm. said uh, that the guy is uh, absolutely a quality human being, good guy on and off the ice, and just uh, he's in a whole other class right now as far as goal scorers go. Yeah, and how about a, I, what, how big is that guy, Steve? I mean, you, you might have to look that up. His stats. 
But he's oh, no tiny guy, right? He's like he's well over six feet tall, isn't he? Six three, two hundred five pounds, and extremely strong on his skates. And he is—he's uh, twenty-four now, and man, he's just going to be a beast for the next decade. Anyway, it's—it's—it's it's, it's unbelievable for his size. You know, Drysdale was like that too. He's a big guy. Connor, right, is smaller, skinnier. Anyway, the fifties on Stevie. Yep. If you can believe it, Connor McDavid has not scored fifty goals. He's got forty-two or three. Uh, with 10-ish games left or something like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm watching. Hard to imagine because he's so much, he just, I don't know, he's spectacular with the speed with the puck and the puck skill and how quick his hands are. Yeah. But just Matthews is just, this is machine. He just, his processing, his vision, his hands, uh, yeah. his willingness to go to the front of the net. Um, he's not going to, necessarily sprint and be as dazzling as Austin Matthews, although he can be, uh, but it just, I don't know. I hate to speak well of a Toronto Maple Leaf, but uh, the guy's amazing for sure. Yeah. You know what else Matthews and, and McDavid, that the, the goals they score, none of them are shitty. They're like these quality, you know, it's like, watch them, watch, watch what Matthews does here. Okay. Hook and drag and then fires it. Okay. Into an inch opening above the goalie's trapper, you know, watch yeah. the other one here, <laughs> rips it five hole, you know, fakes him left, goes below blocker, high blocker. Yeah. I, I was watching a clips of him the other day. It's crazy, crazy how talented the guy is. Yeah. And you know, that's the reality. That's the skill they have and the vision and the ability to pinpoint their shots I would argue most of the guys in the NHL, they shoot at the net and hope for the best. These guys right. are, I think these guys, the real special ones, I'd put Patrick Kane in that that category again. They really are picking their spots. It's not a case of, you know. They're the real deal. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are. Um, and the Blue Jays, I think, are the real deals. We change gears here to another sport. Uh, it all starts tonight. It's a brand new 2022 season. And the thing about the Jays that's great, uh, they obviously... Had a tremendous finish to last year. Almost made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not only are they one of the favorites now, I mean, there's probably always about five or six of those every year. Favorites, I mean. Uh, not yes. only the favorites this year, but they have a chance to be really good for a while now because most of their key guys that everybody's excited about, they are contractually locked up for many years, like minimum three, four years more of this core, including mm-hmm. tonight's starter, Jose Barrios. He came over at the deadline, very good pitcher, and he's going to be their starting pitcher tonight. Uh, he got a long-term contract in the offseason, and uh, you got to be excited if you're a Jays fan. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what I really like, Steve. I've lived out in Alberta now, as you know, uh, almost my entire adult life uh, with the you know with the trip back to Ottawa there for, I don't know, six, I guess it was there six, seven years. Uh, but then I've been, I've been back out here since 05. Right. And uh, Alberta... Stevie is two towns, Calgary and Edmonton. And then your next ones are Lethbridge, uh, Medicine Hat, you know, are, are, are very, and then, and then 7,000 small towns, you know, go up north to Fort McMurray and stuff like that. Uh, it's really cool. I've, 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 cause I've done gigs all around the province and, and I've done these really small gigs sometimes where a bunch of communities get together and, and, and so I've, I've whipped all over the place. And uh, the, the really cool thing about, the Blue Jays is it it it's all these small towns have to hook into right. in the summer, and so you'll go to a, you know a shocker here, but I'd end up at a bar, okay, in in one of these small towns, you know, a place called like Spirit River, and it's a freaking shrine of the Jays, and everyone's piling in to watch the games and stuff like that. So I always think of that on opening day, how all these uh, 
these small towns around Alberta are huge, huge Jay fans. So well, it's the only option, Jay's right? Fan. If you're a baseball fan, the, the Jays are the only game in town. I find it kind of yeah. interesting. And you know me, I'm a massive Montreal Expos fan. Sure. But I, I, there was only so many years that my team could lie in the coffin before I said, okay, well, I might as well take on the other Canadian team. Like I resisted it initially because I didn't like the Blue Jays very much when I was an Expo fan, when the Expos were around. And mm-hmm. I went, I tried out the Tampa Bay Rays as a team because I was resisting Toronto at that point. I tried out the Red Sox for a while, but finally I came around as I did with the Toronto Raptors, for example. The Raptors, yes. the only game in town. How can you not embrace that after a while? And it got me to wondering about when the hell's Toronto going to get an NFL franchise because I'll be all over that as well. I'll never be all over the Leafs, but if you're the only Canadian game in a league or the only Canadian team in a league, you got to you got to think, okay, uh, that's my team. Or Vancouver, you know? It, it, what's really goofy about that is you'll often see these stories floating around from time to time about will the NFL expand to Europe? Right. Okay, are they going to get Hello? a team in London? Right? Are they going to do that? Will they be able to do it now with chartered flights and they can, you know, you can get there in five hours. It's not, you know, it's not like there's a bunch of jet lag or any shit anymore. I'm going, what? I don't know. Why don't, why don't you go a five iron away from you north and throw one in Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or Montreal. Well, you know, I mean, I guess at the CFL, I don't know if they went allowed or not, but it always struck me as odd that they're going, okay, no, we're going to go. 7,000 miles away instead of 400 miles away. Do you think the CFL would die? Absolutely. Do I? I'm serious. 100% it would kill the Argonauts. You know? I, I would agree. I mean, they're not, they're would, not doing would, great without the and NFL. And it might kill other here. franchises if Canada had an NFL team. I think Western Canada is, is deeply in love with the CFL. I don't know that a team in Toronto would necessarily quell the the love that Saskatchewan has, for example, for the Rough Riders. True. They come from all over the province. I mean, your Eskimos and Stampeders, they're pretty good uh, in terms of the support they have there. BC, maybe not so much. Yeah, um, BC struggles a little bit. but I, I do think it would be interesting to see how it would go. I do love the CFL, and I was reared on it, but you only have X amount of hours in a day, and if you're a football fan and you're suddenly going, okay, now my team is the whatever they're called, Toronto whatever's, that NFL right. team, um, yeah, might be interesting to see what the CFL history or the CFL um, future would hold. Steve, before I go, Steve, can I put something in perspective? Of course. Would you allow me that? Uh, because everyone's freaking out about the price of gas. Uh, it's about cheap gas here because I got an old truck. I put cheap gas in it. It's about $1.60 a liter. Right. What, what is it there? Yeah, we're about the same. I paid last. I paid was a buck seventy. Yeah, buck seventy. Uh, so it seemed to jump from a dollar to a buck seventy in about four and a half minutes, right? Right. And people are freaking out. Okay, they're freaking out about the price of a gallon of gas. Okay. So uh, let's say so a gallon of gas would be. Uh, uh, to where what are you buying it? your gas by the gallon in Canada? No, no, I'm just doing this because of this thing that I'm I'm, I'm pulling off the internet. All um, right. It's, is it two two times as much? Four times? I think it's four times as much, right? A gallon is four liters. Does that sound right? Let me just get this. For Check you. that out, Steve. Gallon okay, versus liter. One gallon is three point seven liters. Okay, so call it four. Okay, so that means a gallon of gas, Steve, is a dollar seventy. No, no, four times. That means it's six dollars and eighty cents for a gallon of gas. Okay, right? 
Okay. Six I was told there'd be no math. Okay. There's okay. Six dollars. Six dollars, Steve, for a gallon of gas. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've done some math, Stevie. Okay. A diet schnapple, Steve. Okay, is a dollar twenty nine for sixteen ounces. That's ten dollars a gallon, Steve, wow. for schnapple. Okay. Starbucks, okay. 16 ounces, Steve, $2. $16 a gallon, Steve, for a Starbucks. Okay, you're picking up. $9, Steve, for a gallon of Lipton's iced tea. Gatorade, Steve, $10. Ocean Spray, Steve, the cranberry juice. Okay, $10. Brake fluid, Steve, for a 12-ounce little bottle. You know, brake fluid? Yeah. Okay, it's $3. Okay, that's $33 a gallon, Steve. For brake fluid. It's too much. Okay, Stevie. Stevie. Because I used to drink this stuff like water. Vicks NyQuil. Okay? I, <laughs> I drank it for different reasons, but okay. Vicks NyQuil, Steve. Okay? $8 for six ounces, Steve. I am bringing it today. Yeah, you, you like sure that, are. Yeah. Nate, but, well, what's the moral of all your story there? Is Shut it, up it, about a gallon of gas. It's cheap. It's only six bucks. But I, I need, every time I do it, though, I need many liters. I don't well, need many liters of NyQuil, for example. The NyQuil will last me the next five years, probably. It's per gallon, Steve. It's just the, that's the point. I know. I, I know. Okay, I'm getting your point too. Right. Just making the point. You've made a point, but I'll I'll not stop. I refuse. I sound like Victor Newman there. I will not sell the company. I will not stop. My point is, I will not stop complaining about gas prices until they come back down under about twenty. Boom shakalaka. Enjoy the Masters. Enjoy your weekend. We shall or- talk to you next time. Good night, everyone. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.